Yeah, welcome to the Talk Tonight podcast. Today we're starting a new series called You, where we invite people on that suffer with mental health problems. Today I'm joined by Mac. So, Mac, Hello. tell us about yourself and what you've been going through. Um, um, recently, I've only really started struggling with sort of different mental health issues in the past, you know, since the start of this year, really. Yeah. In the um, in the summer, I was diagnosed with a form of OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, um, which was it's a type of it called pure OCD, which was like I only got, as I'm sure many people will know, the stereotype of OCD is very clean people. And I can tell you now, I'm not that in the slightest <laughs> in any way. Um, but the OCD I live with, um, it's, 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 it centers around just obsessive thoughts. And I, I tell you now, it can, it, it can really make life hard to deal with sometimes because, you know, you're trying to go around your daily life while at the same time struggling with these, these horrible, nasty thoughts that you can't fight away. Because fighting them away only ever makes them stronger. You know what mm. I mean? And then obviously from that comes a certain amount of emotional repression and being, you know what I mean, that frustrated and scared for so long, obviously it's always going to lead to a, a certain amount of misery in your life. So from that, from that often comes anxiety and depression. And so you sort of live with all three together. But, you know, it is, it's, it's something that you do learn to live with in a lot of ways. Mm. Yeah. Mm, fair enough. So how are you, like, overcoming it? Like, do you just take it day by day or is it, do you, like, set Personally, yourself goals? I think the most important thing to do is, is take everything as it comes to you. Take it day by day. Don't worry about the long term as much because it will always just consume you, if you know mm. what I mean. Yeah. You can't you can't feel if you start looking at things in the bigger picture, it's gonna scare the bollocks off you. If you know what I mean. So mm. pardon me No, no, it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Yeah, um, I get that. Like it's yeah, you, I just think it's easy to do like baby steps, isn't it? Yeah, personally, like... I, yeah. What I used as a daily sort of relief from it all was was music. Mm. It was definitely sort of sit down, whack a record on a, on a player, and um, just lie on your bed and just soak in it. Mm. Because if you can just focus on everything that comes from the music, you just you put your heart into listening to it, then everything seems to disappear, even if it's only for you know five, ten minutes. I think that that was my most definitely most useful way of dealing with daily struggle in a lot of ways. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Like it's like you said like about putting like having music is like a massive thing. I think like it it does so much more than you really think it does. You get what I mean? Like, 
like one of those things you take for granted, isn't it? Like it's to know it helps a lot. Like specific bands or artists that write songs that hit, hit you in the the right way and that resonate with you and all that kind of stuff. Thanks. Nice. To me, a massive fan of of bands like Oasis and the Stone Roses mm. and the Beatles and things like that. And they were the bands really that got me through it. There were people like listening to Ian Brown and the Gallagher's and John Lennon and people like that, people that you can listen to and really, really resonate with because mm. they put their heart into the music. And so you get this sense of life coming out the speakers that get, it really gets you out of bed some days it really yeah. does because sometimes the world seems like a very bleak bleak place mm. it's just one you know tiny bit of light if it just comes from it would always come from music for me mm. and it gets you moving. it really does it gets it, it keeps you moving in the hardest times mm. it does like I was talking to someone else about mental health and it was just like even like like with the goal thing like even say that oh I'm gonna get up and have a shower today that's like to someone else that's like nothing it's someone who's, who's struggling yeah. like for them to do that that's a big milestone I think and it's sometimes and sometimes you have to give yourself a pat on the back for even getting in the shower mm. so I feel like that's one that's like a big one because like people's like self-care just goes out the window when they're on the, at their lowest point like it's and then even getting out of bed is seems impossible it's it's awful because then you get you give you, it goes a couple of days go by and you you know your house is a tip you can't you can barely walk anywhere for rubbish on the floor you know what i mean you stink mm. no there's no nice things in your life anymore so the things that were keeping you going anyway like the you know maybe your house was tidy sort of seemed like a nice place to be it, it's mm. just gone from that to just a dump because you can't bring yourself to do anything and that's what depression is in a lot of ways it's there's seems to be this common misconception that depression especially in in men is it's and young men is it's just you know it's it's sadness i think that's where the um sort of stigma comes from for it is it a depression is shown as a, as a man showing their emotions over a lot of the time with young men um depression comes from and it, it often you know is a symptom of it is often you know lack of emotion there's, there's nothing there you can't feel mm. anything apart from just empty and that's what i think the hardest part about it is that there's no there's no passion in your life i think a lot of people a lot of the time when you're at your lowest you'd rather feel sad than what you feel at that point in time because what you feel there it, it is just it's nothing there's nothing there yeah so oh, that's how it, from personal experience anyway so yourself you've just hit a mini milestone you've just come off antidepressants haven't you so i have yeah, that but, must and, have been uh, it was it was very it was more of a relief than anything because mm. i went on them fairly recently actually in the middle of the first lockdown mm. and i remember i was talking my 
parents I was talking to about it and they were very, very, very against me going on. Mm. Because, you know, you hear stories about people getting becoming dependent on them and 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 be, not being able to come off them ever, you know, and staying on them for the rest of their yeah. life. But for me, what it was with those antidepressants is they do help. They really do. But the analogy I sort of make for them is say you break your leg or your, or your arm or something like that and you get your leg put in a cast or something like that. That cast is the equivalent of having the antidepressants there. You know what I mean? Like mm. it, it helps the healing process. It, it, it makes you more stable. It helps you be able to, you know, walk again, hopefully. Yeah. But once you feel comfortable walking again, you don't want to wear a cast anymore because it no. just, it, it's really, it's very uncomfortable. And once, so, so for me, what it was is that whilst antidepressants do help, I would encourage more than anything talk therapy mm. you know trying to talk through your problems because for me antidepressants were sort of like a last resort and i would encourage that for anybody else listening struggling mm. talk to somebody a professional you know and if, if you can't get help from your family if your family won't listen to you talk to a professional because even if they only help a little bit it's better than nothing and yeah exactly you always, it's never, ever, ever. I think a lot of people will trick themselves into thinking that it will just get better at its own rate. You know, it will, you know, improve over time. We're not doing anything. That's not, that's not how this sort of thing works. You have to do something. You have to talk to people. You mm. have to, you know, make sure you're safe. That sort of thing. Yeah. Like it is one of those things that, just doesn't like go away as it's always there so that's really like when did you i know you said you started like struggling at the start of this year when did you actually realize that there was like a problem because i feel like that is um like the path you when you realize you're like you're going on that path to recovery yeah and i think for me it was thing to come to terms with it's realising though actually I'm not okay. Yeah. But I need no, help. I think yeah. I think for me that came well I had a had a difficult time just before we the country was put into lockdown. Mm. Sort of when the pandemic started first, you know, being a thing. Um I was in um what some people might call an abusive relationship. I, I wouldn't go as far as emotionally abusive. Mm. You know, there was um, there was a lot of threats of suicide and and things like that. Not from me, from you know the other person. Mm. And um, I felt like I was I was in my last year at, at college doing A levels, and um, it was all sort of building up on me, and I was something a bad habit I've done my whole life was put it to the back of my mind and just you know and what a lot what I do a lot of the time is just go out and have a drink instead of thinking about it you know what I mean mm. and I think that's what a lot of, of people do when it comes to this sort of thing instead of genuinely treating it as a problem they'll just it's drink, sort of like drink away, yeah. avoid it completely avoid it and that's what I sort of did and then a few a couple like a month or so after that it sort of came to a point where I was 
you know, too scared to even leave bed because of the thoughts I was having, the mm. terrifying thoughts that were in my mind. Mm. And at that point, I thought, this isn't just me struggling. This is something, this is something that I know this isn't how it, it's meant to be. If you know what I mean, and I think at that point it was very sobering to be honest. Because before I hit that point, um, I sort of told myself, "Oh, it's, I'm just having a bad time. Everybody struggles, you know. You have to." But for me, it takes a lot of the time. It takes hitting rock bottom for anything to ever get better. You have to get that low to get high again. For me, because it, because. It takes getting that low to realise, okay, this is this is this is something different here. This isn't just you know me feeling a bit blue or under the or just you know, okay, this is I need help. Mm. And it's sad that in for the society we live in, it takes people that long to reach out and get help. But I feel like that's very similar for other people, and that's why I think we should definitely start talking about, you know, nip it in the bud, talk about how you're feeling all proactively instead of reactively, if you understand what I mean. Yeah, like it needs to be more addressed, doesn't it? Especially at the moment where we're a bit of uncertain times with COVID and that, people aren't working, they've got things to take their mind off it and they're just stuck in the same four walls, just... Mm. Wondering what's going to happen. We were all joking at the start about going stir crazy, but mm. um, the reality is a lot of people really their, their mental health will deteriorate because yeah. of this, and it might, you know, it might take a long time before a lot of people start feeling, mm. you know, as good as they once did. I think a lot of people but, like um, have their routine, don't they? And that before lockdown happened, and they get into that routine and they're like stuck with it. They know what they're doing. They can turn and then like something like as big as this happens, and it would just it's not throw even people. a slow trend. It's not even a slow transition, is it? It's no, just, it's just bang, here you are. Everything's gone. Mm. There you go. But mm. I feel like stuff like this, like you know, talking about important stuff like this to an audience, that it, it it helps in every imaginable way. Because if you hear somebody talking about something that you thought you were the only person on the planet struggling with mm. you know that it helps more than anything listening to you know people talk about something that you might struggle with yourself but not not even know about it yet you know if you hear somebody say the words you know depression anxiety ocd it sort of gives you more of like a, an initiative to go about getting help because you know what it is you know what what's up with you if you know what I mean. No, oh, yeah, I get you. It's like it's become more and more common, especially with like a younger generation now. It's I think like I don't know, like social media doesn't help either. Like I it was always like I always find myself comparing myself to people. Yeah. Like yeah. why uh, I agree why have they that. got this and that? No, he's got a lovely car, he's got mm. You know, he's got a six pack. He's tall. He's really tall. He's got lovely hair, something like that. You always, it, I, I know it's it's not meant. You you know, young men aren't. Can not, you don't hear fellas talking about that because it's you know it's 
it's stereotyped. If you're not meant to show that emotional side, so you're not meant to show that jealousy or, or just self-consciousness you get yeah, from seeing like, people on social media. It's like, I feel like that's okay, it's a massive part yeah. of the stigma. It is. It's like, I think nowadays it's more, you know, it's more manly to show your emotions because there's, there is that stigma that you can't show your emotion. And mm-hmm. like it sets people back. It's like it says like you reached out to one of your mates that I'm actually not okay. Well, it just sort yeah. of sets people back because they don't know what to do because they're not haven't expected well, I... it to come from you because everyone is people are very good at hiding their emotions. Like absolutely, it's, it's like um like depression doesn't always look like like don't you, you can't see it like. People are very good yeah. at hiding it. Like they can go out, smile, laugh, all that, all that stuff. But inside, they could be like rock bottom, miserable. Yeah. And then, and it's like as soon as they get home, like their whole demeanor will change, and they'll go back into like, their slump. I feel like the most important thing to do is, is not just check on your mates, but you know, you ask them, "Are you okay?" Seriously, like mm. just checking up on them, but. Instead of just taking whatever they give you as an answer, like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Press them, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, 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 no. You, I've, I've noticed something's different with you. Mm. Talk to me properly because the, this isn't normal for you. Don't yeah. press your mates, mm. you know what I mean? Really get them to talk to you because it, it could save somebody's life. Yeah. You know, the only reason a lot of people, a lot of people, including myself, find the, the motivation to go on is because of the people that you love a lot mm. of the time. It's because of the people people that you love and the people that look after you. And I had some amazing people. I was lucky enough to have, you know, brilliant people like my mom, my dad, my, my friends, my family that, mm. that really, you know, looked after me during that time of my life. Yeah. But there's people out there that, that aren't lucky lucky enough to have that sort of friendship group and you know or support network and are told to you know man up or something like that and that's the worst thing you can hear when you're yeah in it's not great it's yeah well because more than anything it just takes it takes the piss a bit because it's just like hang on i've i've not <laughs> i'm not i'm not taking i'm not doing this for a laugh you know what i mean i'm not no. i'm not it really 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 does my head in when you hear people say that to other people mm. no i agree it's yeah, it's like it's a phrase that you know it shouldn't really be said, like because I don't know, you know, it's just not ideal. Because then it makes me no. think, oh no, I can't talk about it. Yeah, no, it, it makes you feel as if everything you're going through is sort of just not important. Mm. It was a bit of a joke to somebody. It's, it's like if they think you're just doing it for attention or something like that, it's sort of. It's a massive punch in the face in a lot of ways. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Mm. So, like, also you said about, like, listening to music. And then next, one of my next things mm-hmm. was, um, like, self-care. So, obviously, that's very important. I know, like, Absolutely. the term sounds a bit, bit odd, but everyone's got their <laughs> ways of self-care. Like, yours is just, like, listen to music. Others would be... And they're like doing something artistic, yeah. like this. Doing this podcast helps a lot as well. Yeah, it gives it, you the distraction. 
Oh, and you're doing some brilliant work, mate. Honestly, yeah. I, I really enjoy listening to to a lot of your stuff. Mm. It, but you do you have to keep yourself busy with something you love. Mm. You really do. You do. And if you don't, if you haven't got something, I would say, I would really say try and find something. You know what I mean? Even if it's just something menial that you don't really enjoy. My dad said to me when I was really struggling, mm-hmm. it always just come in my room when I, you know, I wouldn't be able to get out of bed. He'd just be like, stop dwelling on it. And he'd, he'd physically pull me out of bed. Really? Just to get yourself, just to get yourself moving, doing something, anything, just keep moving. Mm-hmm. Because if you're doing something, you can't think of it, you can't dwell on it, you can't, you know, stay in that hole for as long as if you weren't doing anything. No, I agree. It's, 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 it is, it is hard. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. It is horrible to like Absolutely. go through. And like, your personality completely changes. It does. It changes you as a person. I think you can tell. So sort of when you grow older, you can tell the people that really have been through the sort of mill. In that sort of way, the people that know a lot more about themselves than you know other people might do, you can tell it. It's sort of a it's a blessing in disguise in a lot of ways, and I wouldn't wish yeah. it on anybody. And I would, you know, I'm not trying yeah. to, but it really does teach you more about yourself than anything else ever could. Mm. Yeah, you it does make you stronger. Like, it it really does. It does. Mm. It's like. I think it's an old, I read something, I was reading a book once, it was an old sort of Native American proverb, it was that they called, you know, mental health issues and depression and things like that, they called it sort of like a rebirth in that you'd become a new person after that. Mm. And it sort of, it really made, really made sense for me that, that, yeah, no, you do become somebody I, you never thought you might ever become, for better or for worse, you know, it's more true to self. You know. So, would you have any advice to like to give? Well, but, like, I know it's I hard because everyone has their ways of dealing with it, don't they? So mm-hmm. I'd say my first piece of my main piece of advice would be hold on. It just be it's going to be all right. It does get better. It does. It really does. Uh, I've been in many places, many times in my life, I thought this is never, ever, ever going to get any better. But, you know, in the past week, I've just come off antidepressants. So yeah, I've completely just proved myself wrong mm. in that you have to have faith. And I know it's, it's harder than anything sometimes. But you have to have faith for in the people that love you in yourself and in the rest of what you want to do in your life you know what I mean I feel like that's what you have you have to hold on you have to keep thinking in your head about the future more than anything else yeah you have to keep faith that things do get better because they do they always do nothing ever stays the same nothing will ever the same and it will always get better in some way or another mm. so you should just have you should just have that one thing 
that would just pick you up and then you'd be like, right. Yeah. That's helped a lot. I'll focus on that and then hopefully that will um put me on a like a better path, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely, I agree with you. I feel like you have to find you you have to find your sort of escape from everything. You have to find your your I don't know, sort of like it's in a way it's 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 very spiritual in a way in that like mm. it's like you have to find something that your soul enjoys doing more than anything else. You know what I mean? More than if even if it even if it is work or you know things that other people might not see as sort of mm. therapeutic in a way, but anything that you feel is worth the time doing, mm. do it. Don't worry about stop worrying i'd say for people in that situation another piece of advice would be stop worrying about you know things like i know it might be hard in some cases but stop worrying about responsibilities stop worrying about you know where you want to be in your life stop worrying about your career or your future or your prospects start worrying about you you as yourself start mm. worrying about who you are more than who you're gonna be yeah because you and your yourself are the most important person in your life, really. Absolutely, and absolutely, and that's if, what I'd say is, if you're not like hundred percent, then yeah, like I don't know, like so like it's pretty much saying like it's hard to be in a relationship if you struggle because mm-hmm. if you're not happy with yourself, then how can you make someone else happy. I feel like in a lot of ways, if you if you're in a relationship and you're struggling in this sort, obviously a lot of the time your significant other can be a massive source of support. Mm. But at the same time, you know, you have to think to yourself, if I'm really not this happy in my own life, mm. I have to look at the biggest causes of, of where my happiness happiness would normally come from. Mm. And you have to sort of think. Sorry, Carol. You have to sort of think, well, if this isn't making me happy, then, you know, I think a lot of people will blind themselves to that because I feel like, personally, a lot of, you know, anxiety issues and depression will always come from, you know, relationships with other people, you know, whether it be a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner or you know anybody in that sort of fashion or if it was your mommy or dad i feel like a lot of the reason why people struggle with these things is because of the way the relationships are formed in our society nowadays that's sort of how i slipped into what i'd call you know the phase of depression mm. was because you know the, bad relationship with somebody else that went very badly very quickly mm. but you have to think to yourself where is this coming from for it to get any better yeah and it's, um, yeah and you would you say you're in like a better place now absolutely no i i, I feel about as good as i ever done, I, I have ever done in my life yeah. feel a far more aware of myself as a person and you know 
got a lot more content with my life than I ever have before. Mm. You know, and I never, ever, ever thought I'd be in the position to be able to say this. But, you know, and looking back at the places where I've been, it, it, it almost seems unreal for this to, you know, to progress this far. But the only reason, you know, a massive reason why that's happened is through reaching out and getting help. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it's getting, getting yourself out there. It's swallowing your pride more than anything. Mm. It's swallowing your pride because you don't want to, have to ask for help because a lot of the time you want to you want to do it yourself. You want to look after yourself and keep yourself strong. But you know what's the point in that if it's never going to help? Mm. You have to swallow your pride for anything to get better. That's what I would say to a lot of people as well. Yeah, is is give up on this idea of you know you're going to make it yourself and, and get help because even if you are going to make it on yourself, which you know. A lot of people do, and you know, but what's the point? It takes it would take so much more time and energy to, you know, stubbornly struggle through on your own for the sake of pride, rather than you know, just going to talk to the doctor, or talking to your mum, talking yeah. to your old man, and just saying, Listen, I'm struggling, I need help. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well. So say well done for getting here, mate. Like it's, it would have been a massive journey, and it, it still is. Like you know, it's. Yeah. But it's, you know, if if one person one person is this, and it, it changes their mind and sort of you know lifts them in any way, mm. then it'll all be completely worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah it's good. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just say like, well, well done for getting here, mate. Keep on fighting. You know, it's important. You got to keep going. Like. Yeah. It's easier said than done, but you know it's you got to a good stage now, so you should be should be getting yeah. there. Yeah, it's good to see. Absolutely. I'm talking to That's you now. So talking to you now, I wouldn't have thought you would have had any problems. No. Like that's what I mean. Like why it says like by why I said by changing personalities. Yeah, well, it really does change you as a bit because I would have never been able to, you know, talk to you in this sort of mm. way three months ago or, mm. you know, three, four months ago because I, would I wouldn't have been able to get out of bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, that's, yeah. It's no, well done I'm, for getting on. Cheers for coming on. Appreciate it. Like, no worries. It's, it's quite it's hard been... to do. It's quite a deep subject to talk about, but I feel like we've It has to be it. talked about. It really has to be talked about. It has to be talked about in more than just a sense of, you know, a base layer mm. skimming of the subject. You have to probe deeper and actually talk about it and, you know, make people feel related to in a lot of ways. Mm. Anyway, yeah, thank you for having me on. No, it's been no really problem, nice mate. to talk to you, mate. It's been really nice to talk um, to you. So this has been the Talk uh, Tonight podcast. Hey, all the links for any mental health charities will be in the description below. Um, have a nice day and remember to do reach out because it is so important thank you very much guys have a good one